This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, good morning. 12 hours from now, Rangers and the Brewers will have a little pregame, and you'll get... Uh, your take on uh, the Bruce Bochy uh, radio program with uh, a little sit down with Eric Nadell. I find him to be very informative on his uh, on his pregame, and I find him to be um, uh, kind of uh, intellectually strong in terms of you know describing you know certain strategies and <clears throat> things along those lines, and kind of what they're trying to do with certain players or pitching or all that all that kind of stuff. And it was funny because. I was listening the other more the other day uh, to it, and um, and they were talking about the number of walks and how the number of walks has decreased in um, in the month of August, and it's been a point of emphasis. And he talked about how they'd been unlucky uh, with leadoff walks, uh, unlucky meaning that those have come around to score uh, more often. And then he made a comment about Martin Perez. About you know how well he pitched you know, that first outing that he had he pitched a couple of times pitched a couple of innings right out of the bullpen out of bull out of the bullpen and then talked about how he's working to get back into the rotation so I guess that's probably and probably for Martin Perez if you're a starter you know that's you have a starter's mentality and mm-hmm. you probably want to show that you can come out of the bullpen you know take care of your business but also want to show probably that hey if opportunity arises that you can you can handle that role and would like to get back into that role yeah can control what you can control mm-hmm. you know kind of a situation if you want to get back into the starting rotation you probably need to pitch really well in the bullpen yeah yeah uh the red raiders will have their second scrimmage today um this is not open to the public and then they'll have an evening practice uh, tomorrow and then they'll be off on Sunday, and then they'll be back at it on uh, on Monday morning uh, to uh, get back to practice. And then, I mean, then it's just a handful left. I mean, next week is it in terms of this of the fall camp, and then they'll uh, start game week uh, for uh, preparations for for Wyoming. So I'm certain that they're already doing that, and probably have game planned out the yin yang uh, for for Wyoming, but you know, they're finishing up position battles and things like that. Yeah, sure. I, I'm not, um, I'm not exactly certain at what point they start working on Wyoming. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Probably sure. last February, okay. <laughs> you know, okay. yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't. I'm sure they've game planned and I'm sure that they've, maybe it's a combination of let's figure out who's going to start and who's going to be the second string and all that. And at the same time, Work on a little bit of sure. the Wyoming thing. Next yeah. week is going to be a quote-unquote mock game week mm-hmm. where they do exactly what they'll be doing the next week as a, sure. a, a dry run, and then they'll do game game week, game week. Yeah, because remember, they're, they're leaving. They're on leaving a jet the plane. They are, and they're leaving a week early. Or, I mean, not a week early, a day early. We're leaving a day early. Wow. Uh, just to make sure I'm not crazy that I heard Chuck say it was – 825 before we went to break i am sorry if i did so and it's obviously it was 625 so sometimes sometimes my mouth gets ahead of my brain in fact most times 
It happens. You know, I don't I don't necessarily think before you speak. Chuck's just hanging out in the Atlantic Ocean right now. It's fine. Yeah, I was thinking about, you know, going to Dublin. Would you ever go to Ireland? Yes. Would you? Heck yeah. Okay. I'd love to go on vacation there. Just There's a lot of great places to hike in Dublin. Absolutely. Stomp around in the in the fresh grass and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I mean I I don't know, maybe they just, I don't know, there's something about, I guess there's a bunch of castles and things like that. Yeah, dude, that would be sweet. That you could could go through and kind of see like that. There's golf courses, but I mean, I know you don't, you probably wouldn't take your sticks over there for something like that. I probably wouldn't, but I bet a lot of people would have a great time doing it. Mm -hmm. I'm not a golfer, but I think I would take mine. You would take yours? Okay. Just so that you can say that you did play golf in Ireland. Ireland or or even... uh, Or Scotland Scotland or... Yeah. Because that kind of opportunity just doesn't happen every day right. when you live here. Mm. <laughs> when you live here, <laughs> if you live there, you can't play in the United States every day. That's uh, that's that's uh, that's exactly that's exactly right. That that's exactly right. Uh, did you? I'm sure you saw this. I didn't know if you had an opinion of it or not. Um, Nelly's going to perform at halftime of the uh, Big Twelve. Stoked, man. <laughs> Are you? Okay. Yes. Okay. Big 12 football yeah, he game. better play Air Force Ones. That's all I got to say. Okay. Uh, Brett Yormark will be here uh What's your favorite week? Nelly song? I, I don't know. It's got to be, it's getting hot in here, right? Because you know the next line. That's all. I've got Chuck Hines written all over it. What's the next line? I'm not going to say it. Oh, <laughs> you can't or you won't? I won't. Oh, you won't. Okay. Okay. You know, again, I'm I'm terrible with uh, name artist leave and it title. Up, I'm going to leave it up to you to figure out what the next line is I'm, after I'm, that. I'm terrible with with name artist and title, so I'll just I'll just say I'll just say that. Um, it's your homework assignment for the weekend. Mm, man, I got so maybe much. ask the lucky lady. Maybe take another one of your straw poles. Straw poles, okay. <laughs> as I'm going as I'm going around, kind of yeah, stomping so around I, this uh, weekend. Okay, yeah. yeah. And Nelly's song. What's the name of the song? Is it Hot, Jeff, or Hot in Here? I don't know. Just find out what the next lyric is. After what After what line? It's getting hot in here. It's getting hot in here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It'll be something you are really a big fan of. Oh, okay. All right. We'll have to look that up because I, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, T-Bone, Chuck, how do I get tickets to the kickoff lunch and call the Red Raider Club yeah. or go online to the Red Raider Club? So are you guys excited about Nelly? Um, sure. No, no you know, he's, plus he's, or minus. Okay. I mean, I mean, I, I don't have, I don't have any problem with him. I, I, um, I, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm, mm-hmm. I, I think it brings, brings something to it, but I mean, I don't know. I'd, I'd rather see the band. Yeah. I'd rather, frankly, I'd rather see the band march at halftime. Oh, text band. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what that's what I mm-hmm. that's what I that's what I'd rather see. I'd rather see. Speaking of the band, what about his role in the Longest Yard? Man, he was terrific. Yeah. See, I like the original Longest Yard with Burt Reynolds and and Burt those... Reynolds is in this one too. Yeah, but it's different. Burt Reynolds. <laughs> it's an old, worn out, tired, fat Burt Reynolds. <laughs> You know, not the one, not number 22 that was playing for the mean machine, you know. And he says to Eddie Albert there at the end, game ball, you know. Mm. <clears throat> I like mm. I like that one better because you had some, I mean, you had some real, I mean, you had some football hard hits in that first longest yard. Have you ever seen the first young, longest yard? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I prefer the second one, but. 
then yeah. again, I'm, I'm a little younger. Yeah, than you. sure, sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first one. I like the color pictures. What's it came out? It was a color? It was I know, color. I'm joking. I know, but I mean, it was it was. A... Just kidding. They're both good. I actually like the first one too. Yeah, I mean, I just liked the first one because it was original, and you didn't really, I mean, didn't really kind of expect that. You know, it's like if they were to remake Rocky today, um, it would not be it would not be the same. Uh, speaking of the band, the Golden Band from Raiderland is going to move to Section Twenty Three. That'll be on the east side of Jones Stadium. <clears throat> um. Obviously, with the South End Zone project that's unavailable to them, and students are going to move to sections 113 and 14 and 114 in the northeast corner of the stadium. Stadium's uh, capacity is going down to 56,200, and they removed basically 3,900 seats. All of those seats were allocated to the student body and to the going ban. They have yet to determine what the capacity is going to be, and maybe they know, maybe they don't really know. Uh, what it's going to be for for next year. I mean, some of that's going to be determined um, at that. Somebody says the bands are still going to perform at the Big 12 Championship. I understand that, but not as long. I mean, unless they have an extended high school halftime show, which I'm not a fan of. Um, I'm not a fan of the 30-minute high school. I mean, 35 sometimes. I mean, it's they go on and on and on and Don't on. Don't ever do a Tyler Junior College, Kilgore Junior College football game. Because of the Rangerettes? They the Rangerettes and the Apache Bells, man. <laughs> they will go forever. They'll go forever. And then as soon as it ends, it goes 50% of the crowd out the door. Because the, the moms they and dads. They were there for the kickers. They were there for the kickers. It's not the moms and dads of the kickers. It's those two communities love their... Apache Bells and Apache Bells and Rangerettes. Rangerettes. Yeah. Uh, Big Huey says he was number twenty-two. Right, I said that. He played for the Mean Machine and the new one too. Yeah, it's just not the same. Uh, not the same. Mm-hmm. It's getting hot in here. Guy, Chuck's mind, so it's backyard pool time. Yeah. <laughs> Raider three sixteen. The guy who does color for Chris Berman and the, the second one is phenomenal. <laughs> Who is it? The television crew. I don't know. You don't know. Okay. Some convict. He's some awesome. Convict, some convict. <laughs> Six uh, forty and some change. The um, this day in sports history is next. And yes, I'm aware. South End Zone will be unavailable to the band from now on. Right. Right. Because there'll be suites and loge boxes and all that. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. 6.45 this morning on the Morning Drive. Time for this day in sports history. Today is August the 19th, 2023. With this day in sports history, here is Jeff McGuire. Going to start in 1956. Mm -hmm. Cincinnati Reds and Chicago Cubs combine to hit 10 home runs in a nine-inning game. Goodness. The Reds would have eight of those home runs. Mm. 1959, Branch Rickey resigns as the Pirate CEO to be the president of the Continental League. And you know that went well because we all immediately know what the Continental League is. <clears throat> Anybody? Yeah. Bueller? Bueller? Yeah. Uh, 1960, Milwaukee Braves pitcher Lou Bernadette no hits. The Philadelphia Phillies won to nothing at County uh, County Stadium in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. 1965, Hank Aaron loses a home run. Not in the sun. Not to a fly ball that got caught at the wall. A rain out. But because he was out of the batter's box when he oh. flung. 
Like his back foot, I'm guessing? That would be my guess. Uh, I don't have an actual picture of Have you ever that. seen that called? Ever? <laughs> Hank Aaron has. <laughs> I've never seen that ever called. By the way, today's the 18th, so Je- Jeff is on task. I'm, I was the one off task. Uh, you know, it's funny because that was like a point of emphasis for a long time. You know, guys would, would go, you know, wipe out the back, like almost from the beginning um, of the back of the batter's box. Hal McRae did that all the time. And they almost called him out one time, but I mean, he would wipe out that back of that batter's box. Yeah, it's the leadoff hitters. Basically, it's his job. Mm-hmm. Go get rid of the back line. Yeah, it's basically what's supposed to be done. <laughs> it's so weird. These are the same guys that won't cross the line when it's you know two inches further down the line. Yeah. Uh, nineteen eighty-one. Football running back Herschel Walker of the University of Georgia takes out a Lloyd's of London insurance policy for $1 million on his leg. Mm. 1986, Jim Kelly signs with the NFL Buffalo Bills. Five-year deal worth $75 million. He initially wanted nothing to do with going to Buffalo. It's good that he turned that around. And figured out that Buffalo was a nice place to play quarterback and live and be embraced by that fan base. It took him a little while, though. <laughs> it did. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how long into his Buffalo career he changed his mind on that, but you know, just... that was part of the reason that he went and signed with the Gamblers. Right. And, um, yeah, he did not want to go there, but, man, the people of Buffalo love him. And it seems like he it seems like he loves, loves him back now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I wonder at what point. And you want to talk about a guy who's been through some stuff. No doubt. Yeah. 19- I'm not talking about losing four Super yeah. Bowls. No. Uh-uh. 1987. Houston Oiler Earl Campbell retires from the NFL. And in 2016, Jamaican sprinter Usain Bolt wins his gold wins the gold medal in the men's 200 for the third successive Summer Olympics. That's crazy. Record time of 19.78. In Rio de Janeiro. I mean, usually with the sprinters, I mean, they're good for an Olympics. I mean. Maybe two. Maybe. Not maybe three. two. Because the second one might be more relay related or something like that. But not to win the 203 straight. Well, it's 12 years. Right. Well, I mean, that's a, a huge time to be dominating. Absolutely. Sport, in any sport you're playing. It is National Ice Cream Pie Day. I'm in. It's got two of my favorite words. Ice cream and pie. Why would I not enjoy it? I don't know that I've ever had ice cream pie. Like, are you, are you talking about the Baskin Robbins kind of ice cream pie? Or you? It talk- just says ice cream pie. Yeah, I've had ice cream cake, mm-hmm. but that would be good too. Two of my other favorite words: ice cream pie. You've had this, mm-hmm. so it's like in a circle. Yeah, that would be a, my guess. It's mm-hmm. round. Yeah, I've never had ice cream pie. Let's see. I've, ice cream cake is great. It's mm. phenomenal. Yeah. Big, big, huge fan. Yeah, and I think you usually get it at like Baskin Robbins. Yeah. There's the, all kinds of different recipes. Get the swirl with varieties. the chocolate chip and the mint yeah, chocolate chip. Right, That's there you go. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite cake. I've never had mm-hmm. an ice cream pie, but I'm sure it's good. I'm, you, you're, you're if fan you have graham cracker crust on anything, it's good. Okay, mm. yeah. There you go. yeah. <laughs> I don't care what you put in there. 
You can put a cheeseburger in there with graham cracker crust, and it's great. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would, I would try that. Yes, that math checks out. Why don't you check that out with the put uh, green beans in there with a? <laughs> I would think that would be good too. You and your green beans. That's, I love me some. Green I know beans. you do. I know you do. <laughs> uh, before today's birthday, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. How about uh, former Red Raider and also LCU coach Andy Ellis, forty-three. No, he. See it else? No, he was LSU for a while. Was he assistant coach? Wayland, yeah. Or was Wayland? I think he's LSU. My bad. He's down in uh, San Angelo. Uh, And on Sunday, Mm -hmm. former Red Raider, currently injured, but also uh, Team Canada soccer player Janine Becky is twenty nine. On Sunday, so wish both of them former Red Raiders a happy birthday. Today, Andy Samberg is forty five. Christian Slater. And Edward Norton are both 54. Robert Redford, 87. Dennis Leary, 66. Malcolm Jamal Warner, 53. Bart Scott can't wait to be 43. And Jeremy Shockey is 43. Jeremy Shockey, wow. And on this is day... Is a gift played more than that one? The, the Bart Scott can't yeah, wait? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there is, but it's got to be in the top 10. <laughs> it has to be. I have never seen him. It was the interview where they were talking about... I want to say they were getting ready to play... Is Green this Bay. Simpsons? No, 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 no. That's Bart Simpson. <laughs> well, I didn't know if it was... You said GIF, and you said Simpson. Bart really... Scott is an NFL player. That's your sport. Yeah, I know. Well, actually, he's an announcer now. Well, he, well, he was, was an NFL player. Yeah, yeah. Bart Simpson and Bart Scott are... Well, I didn't know if it... Well, you said GIF, and then that went, when you said Bart, and then you said, you know, I can't wait to be... It sounds like... Very, and I've never seen an episode of Bart's, of The Simpsons. <laughs> We're not talking about the Simpson. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, he is an announcer now, though. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. He's not. I, I, I is he know. good? Oh, he's all right. I, I don't right? care for him. It, it, it was a, a post-game, very quick hit interview with the sideline reporter. and It seems was, to me like it was after a Monday night game or something. Or and getting ready for a Monday night game. Against I don't know. He's like, oh, what do you think of the game against the... Coming up, on, he was playing for the Jets or Dolphins. He was he was with the Jets. Yeah, okay, so Jet. what do you think of the game against the Dolphins next week? Can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah, and then just walked off. Yeah, something to that effect. Yeah, fifteen ninety is where we go for this day in history. Fifteen ninety. So the next time somebody says, uh, um, shoot you a text like, no, says uh, I'll meet you at dinner at five. Can't wait. Go into your little your phone there. Oh, okay. And get that one. Just. Type in can't wait and mm. it'll be Bart Scott. See, I, I guarantee you. I don't usually ever send like emojis or stuff like that. Very extremely. They'll do it and they'll be impressed by you. Okay. They'll think, wow, Chuck is so he's, hip. He's so hip. Yeah. What happened? 1590 is where we will go in mm-hmm. history. On one of the craziest stories that's out there for me, John White, the governor of the Roanoke Island colony mm-hmm. in present day North Carolina, returns from a supply trip to England. To find the settlement deserted. Oh, yeah. White and his men found no trace of the 100 or so colonists that he had left behind three years earlier, and there was no sign of violence. White had returned to England to produce more supplies, procure more supplies, excuse me, but this war with Spain delayed his return to Roanoke. By the time he finally returned in August of 1590, everyone had vanished, and we still do not know where they have gone Mm -hmm. to this day. But the part that always amazes me is that he was gone for like three years, got back and went, where'd everybody go? Think he went like that? Uh, I'm sure he was very, well, his whole family was there too. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I really got to wonder, like, the sense of urgency to get back yeah. on this. I realized that crossing the Atlantic back then took longer than it does now. That's not my... Three years. And I know there was the Spanish... Uh, the uh, the Spanish American. Armada was basically yeah. blockading Europe, and I get all of that. Mm-hmm. But it just really feels like he took his time getting back to Roanoke. Well, <laughs> it's... Stuff going on, but that's his day in sports history. All right, thank you. Uh, Big Huey, someone needs to study Chuck's brain. That was insane. Yeah, uh, on this day in history, my daughter, daughter was born 26 years ago. Well, happy birthday to your daughter. Uh, this, uh, bless your heart, Chuck. Thank you. <laughs> I think <laughs> here it is. I got it right for you. Okay, he's talking to your guy, Sal. Sal Palantonio? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And Jeff was right. He was playing for the Jets. Playing for the Jets. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to send that to somebody today, and they're going to think, oh, wow. <laughs> Chuck is so, he's so hip, but he knows all the new lingo. And I could follow that up with uh, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> How do you like that? <laughs> Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Well, it's huge. If you ever get to be around him, I mean, he is a ball of energy. And um, and he's extremely positive. He's so intelligent. And so I'm really excited for him to be here. I love being around him. He always had it as a a different way of thinking to make, you know, kind of challenge some of the things that you're thinking about. And so I'm fired up. But it's going to be good. You know, I know he's going to talk to the the staff and everything. And, you know, he'll be around practice. And so excited, too, because we've got guys that – that uh, aspire to do some of the things that he did in his previous life, you know, with Rock Nation and everything like that. And so I think it's really good for those guys to be around him and meet him. That uh, was Joey McGuire talking about uh, Brett Yormark, the commissioner of the Big 12, who will be here uh, next week on Wednesday to speak at the Red Raider Club kickoff luncheon. And uh, Coach McGuire, of course, will, will be there. Going band from Raiderland will be there. Football team will be there. A lot of the fall sports folks will be there, you know, volleyball, soccer, cross country, et cetera, et cetera. There'll be, I, I got to think, man, I got to think the whole town's going to be there. It's going to be busting at the seams over there at the Civic Center. They might have set up picnic tables mm. outside and put in speakers. Wouldn't that be something? Be a little warm, though. It would. It'd be, it would. Be, be a little warm. So They have a bigger venue they can go to? So nobody's no. at a picnic table? <laughs> no. No. No, I think that's uh, I think that's. I, think I that's bet you that well. place will be packed with uh, tables, though. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt. And they'll, they'll, they'll squeeze you in, okay? Mm-hmm. They, will, they will squeeze you in. Good Yeah, no, here. it is good news. And then the next day, uh, United Way is going to have their kickoff luncheon, and Coach McGuire is going to fire up the troops for that as well. Coach McGuire is going to be like, Everywhere. He's going to add like chicken man. 50 pounds next week for all the luncheons. <laughs> well, I think, he, he's go I think he does a pretty good job of keeping, keeping uh, pushing the plate away a little bit. Yeah. I mean, he talks all the time. When can he eat? Yeah, that's true. He might not get to eat any of those places. <laughs> right. he got to right. talk. Right. All right. Uh, Coach uh, Joey McGuire, after practice yesterday, uh, first thing uh, he talked about – well, it's not the first thing he talked about. first thing I want to hear him talk about is um, – He's talking about the offensive line making improvements, and as a as a result of that, it's making the defensive backs work harder because I'm assuming that the quarterback has more time to throw, thus 
the defensive backs got to run around back there more. Well, it's, it's not just in the run game, but, you know, um, our secondary is having to cover a lot longer because there's not as much pressure. I mean, there was times last year in the I'd be in practice and it wasn't just because Tyree Wilson was the number one draft pick. It was just uh, mass chaos in the quarterback's lap. And um, you're seeing the both quarterbacks have a lot more time, um, you know, and, and it's showing up. Uh, there's uh, more, vert- I mean, more explosive plays are happening. So that's good and bad because we want to cut down the explosive plays on defense. But some of it is, you know, they're having more time to, to get open. They're having more time not to hit the check down, but hit, you know, deeper balls. Um, and then it's showing up in the run game, you know, and, and that's fun because we, you know, we, in our offense, we want to run our quarterbacks, but we don't want to have to run our quarterbacks, you know. And if your offensive line, if you have a good offensive line, that then you don't have to run your quarterback. And I don't know. I, I like hearing that. I mean, I, I think it's so funny because, I mean, we, in these fall camp practices, you know, you're like, you want the offense to do well, but, oh, well, <laughs> does that mean the defense sucks or vice versa? But, I mean, just the fact that he can – it sounds like he can see a noticeable improvement in the offensive line. That does sound that way. Yeah, he's been pretty consistent with that, feeling that going back to the spring, and that's good to hear that nothing has changed. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And, and the fact that, that they don't necessarily want to run the quarterback as much as, uh, as maybe they did uh, a year ago. They don't mind doing it, but it's not like that they have to do it in order for them to be uh, successful. So one of your, and I think this is valid because they, there seems to be youth um, in the linebacking core, and Coach McGuire was asked about uh, the linebackers in camp on this tech defense. Yeah, the two starters, man, like uh, Jacob Rodriguez, uh, man, you're talking about a guy that has grown uh, because you think about it. I mean, we all know he's a West Texas kid. He played quarterback and he was a heck of a quarterback at Wichita Falls Rider. And, uh, you know, year two of playing strictly linebacker, um, very instinctual. Um, he's he's uh, does a great job in coverage. Um, but I, I think those two guys have really stood out. You know, uh, I think when Matthews comes back full, um, I feel really good because he's played a lot of football. Um, I think you're going to see, like, by the time we get into that game week and go into the game, you're going to see, like, a Ben Roberts really show up. You're going to see Ty really show up. But those two starters, man, I feel really good about. Like, there's, there's definitely been days to where you're like, okay, we have a possibility to be better at that position than we were last year. That's Coach Joy McGuire. It's a positive guy. <laughs> He's a positive guy. Right? Yeah. Man, if we're going to be better, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Even better. I just, just There's just not a lot of um, experience there at mm-hmm. that position. Mm-hmm. So I'll continue to be a little bit nervous heading into I think I'm more nervous right now about the linebackers than I am about the offensive line. Oh, offensive line. line. Okay. What uh, what will help quell that nervousness with regard to the linebackers? Will it take? And be good the first couple of games. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, okay. I, I don't mean to be nothing. He says at the Red Raider luncheon next week. Is no, I know. I know. My opinion I, about I, the I linebackers. Know. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, this is not uh, this is not a flippant answer or question for you. But how will you how will you know what would what will tell you that the linebackers are doing a good job? Your run defense is good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you're going to hold somebody. And so what's what's the number? Is that 150 yards? Is that 125 yards? Is that just the explosive plays? How many plays? rushes are they doing? 
How many times they run in the football? I mean, I want you to do yards per carry. Okay, how about yards per carry? Yeah, if you're keeping it, you know. Below five? Below four? Uh, I would go more below four. Okay. Not having the big, like if it's third and 12 and you're like, well, getting off the field obviously is, is really important. Well, that's probably not going to be running. I know, but there have been yeah. times when they've run on third and 12 and we've given up 42 yards, you know. There's been times where we've done that too. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. I mean, right. But uh, okay, all right. That's so under under four, and uh, and the other thing too is that it's not necessarily a. Really, I would even probably go a little bit lower than that if you could. Okay, and I I guess the other thing would be is the other team knowing coming in that they can run against you that that feeling, you know, whether it's the um, defensive coordinators that sit in the stands or the actual ones. Or they're like, hey, I'm nervous about this because I'm not sure we can stop the run. Because there have been times mm-hmm. when we, there have been times when the collective body of fan base would be like, can we get off the field? Can we stop anybody? Can we stop the run? No matter. Yeah, but I don't think that was has been the case the last couple of no, seasons. No, it hasn't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But yeah, during the Leach era. Yeah. During the Kingsbury era. Yeah. Our defenses were bad. Yeah. I bet you Patrick Mahomes was one of those people that was standing over there. Hey, can we stop somebody? Can we stop somebody? Can we get off the field? Can I get back on the field? Because <laughs> right. we can score if I get back on the field. I bet you if you get me back on the field, they'll put my name up here at some point. <laughs> uh, okay, here's uh, Coach McGuire with an early scout of uh, Wyoming. Tech will take on Wyoming September 2nd uh, there in Laramie. Talking about a coach that's won national championships, you know, I think he won three whenever he was North Dakota State. So he's a he's a, a great football coach. Um, they're very physical. Um, they play with what we're trying to play with. They're a very tough football team, and so um, you know, it's that's going to be right now. You know, we're a week away from really diving into more of them, um, but uh, you know it. We've, as far as coaches and everything, have watched them. And, you know, our kids ask, you know, all the time about them because it's really they're focused on them. But it's going to be a really physical. I mean, it'll be a really physical football game. Which means, I mean, we know this, too. I mean, I'm sure that they have us circled on their schedule. I'm, I'm sure that any opportunity that they have of somebody overlooking Wyoming, they're like, hey, they don't think you can, they don't think you can play against them. Yeah, I don't know why they think we think that. Well, they they're looking for anything, so be careful what you say because they may be monitoring this program. <laughs> we need to be careful what we I think, think we're going to blow them out. I think we're going to beat them by twenty five or more. Oh wow! So like if if you were making a prediction on upon further review right now, you'd say mm-hmm. you'd say Tech thirty one, Wyoming six. No, I'd probably go. 4821 or something like that. Okay, 4821. Wow. 4417, something like that. Mhm. 4417. I yeah. have a I mean they're banged up all over the place. They're lo- they're missing key guys that they're not going to have back. They're they don't bring back a ton of experience. I just don't, I don't think they're going to be able to put up a ton of points. So probably probably the lower one, so may- maybe like a 41-14 or something like that. Yeah, I feel like mm-hmm. they're not going to be able to score a bunch against the Red Raiders. Okay. And I think Red Raiders will have their way. Have their way. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Offensive like- line is going to dominate. He talks about being a physical game. Mm-hmm. I think that's perfect to start off the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Sometimes, you know, the beginning of the year, you just don't know what you're going to get. Well, if they, if they play a quirky style or if they're quirky. spread it out, air raid, that, to me, that's more difficult. If they're just straight three smash. yards in a cloud of dust, smash yeah. my football, I think that bodes well for the Red Raiders. Bring it up. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time now for Jamie's question of the day on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3. Yeah. Right. Question. Question. <laughs> yes, sir. I kind of have two different questions for you today. Okay. We'll probably do better with two different ones. Think so? <laughs> I don't feel I, I'm. I didn't. I don't feel like I brought my A game today. So this is like a <laughs> B minus game. Okay. I mean, okay. sometimes you know you just don't have it, right? right? You don't got it, right? Right. Yeah, you're sure. you're just not putting well. Your <laughs> I mean, your drives are mm-hmm. dog legging. I mean, your your hook shot just keeps going front rim right i mean all my breaking pitches just don't have any bite they're just sitting right there yeah. in the middle of the plate okay we'll see if we can hit one out that's what what i what i feel like is going on right now okay today. okay so i'm throwing two things at the wall and hoping one of them sticks <laughs> okay <laughs> we'll see what we can do to help okay you. so my first question is mm-hmm. which side of the ball are you more confident in for the red raiders Okay, offense or defense. Mm-hmm. You can even say special teams. Oh, wow. If you want. No, okay. I can't say that this year. Okay. And my second question is, which position group are you the most confident in? Okay. Uh, I think it, I think these are easy questions. At least they are for me. No, they don't make, it doesn't make them good ones, though. Right. If they're too easy, they're not really I, good. I think just kind of looking at things, I'm way more confident in the offense i feel like that i feel like that right now you have an offense that can score almost at any time i feel like you have an offense that gets down if it gets down by 10 or 14 you have the ability to come back not that you can or will come back but i think you have the ability because of the explosiveness and and for me i i think you are deep as all get out at receiver group and i think not that you want anybody to go down, but I think if you, like what we've talked about at quarterback, you know, if, if Shut goes down, you've got Baron Morton right there. I feel like that you are, it's a kind of a, a it's it's rich. It's deep, rich dirt there at, at the receiver group. Defense. Vastly more uh, secure in what I think about the defense. That you have done an amazing job in the last six years of improving that side of the ball that my confidence level, I, it's its not necessarily plug and play, but when you've got uh, DeRuiter and you've got Coach McGuire doing what they're doing with the defense on top of what you have done in the past few years, that it has continually gotten better. And it's not necessarily going to, Replacing Tyree Wilson is going to be hard, and there's no doubt. But it's not going to be a one guy replacing him. It's going to be six guys replacing him. That production, I think you got the talent there to do that on the defensive side. The position I feel the best about, though, is your quarterback. I think Tyler Shuck is ready for a breakout year because I think he's going to be healthy, partially because I think your offensive line is going to be better. Please don't mention Tyler Shuck and break in the same <laughs> sentence. Sorry. Um, But if something should happen there, I think it's one and one a at your quarterback position where I don't know that I feel that way about any other position where it's interchangeable at the top. 
So that's why I feel best about the quarterback position. Okay. Yep. Yep. Good answers. Um, all all aboard. Um, first one, I'm more offense, and I think it's because I'm. I have the questions about the linebacking core or concerns, mm-hmm. whatever, however you want to put it. I just I, I, we gotta wait and see if those guys can perform. Coach McGuire has me bought in on the offensive line, even though I should be more wait and see with them <laughs> as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I and and then I just think that you're loaded at skill positions and. The two of you have touched on the ones that I think are the have the most depth. Um, part of me wants to agree with Jeff and say quarterbacks because I think you have two really really good ones, and you and you would say to yourself, well, I mean, if you have two really good quarterbacks, then man, you're good to go, even if one of them gets hurt. But the side that makes me want to agree with Chuck is, yeah, but over the, over the last few years at Texas Tech, two's not been enough. Two's not been enough. Mm-hmm. How many consecutive years have we started three different quarterbacks? I don't know, two. but it feels like at least two. Or at least that they've the third one's gotten some playing time. In, in important times. In meaningful times, yes. yeah. Yeah. So um I think I'm I think I'm going wide receiver just because of that. Because yeah. I do feel like I mean, I feel like Bradley is like the bell cow, and I think you need a dude, and and I think he's a dude, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you have – I mean, I think Miles Price is capable of so much more than he was last year. Um, hopefully he stays healthy. I think we'll see a much bigger year out of him. Um, I, I, Dre McCray. I mean, there's just – Fungi. I mean, there's just so many there's guys so many, I mean, that I feel like can be even better than they were last year. Yeah. And so I think – I feel the best about the wide receiver position. I think you have two great quarterbacks, really good quarterbacks that could lead any really good football team to a national championship. Okay, They're both good enough to carry the load. I, I just like I'm scarred by what's been the deal, you know, the case with Texas Tech football over the last few seasons. I think that's where all you fair have too. played – I mean, so many, mm-hmm. so many different ones. Nobody can stay healthy. Yeah. I mean, how many, again, I guess I should have gone back and looked at it, but how many years in a row have we started at least three different guys? Significant. Um, so, okay. And so. if we're in a situation now where we're starting a third guy, correct me, correct me if I'm wrong. Jake Strong. Yeah, that we, but we will start it. We'll start a guy who's never thrown a pass. Right, he's a freshman. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. He throws a pretty ball. I mean, I only saw uh, a handful. Uh, he's a Division One football player. He better. <laughs> I know. But, <laughs> yeah. There's know. a reason they gave him a scholarship. I know. That's, yeah. The spin on that thing is just, Can I help is, you? That, is, can I make you feel just a little bit better, Jamie? Mesmerizing. Though? At one point, Graham Harrell had never thrown a pass before here. Yes, I get it. And I'm not. <laughs> this is nothing against Jake Strong. But, but because, the last few years, we could at least say... Okay, we know what we got in these right. three guys. Mm-hmm. Sure, so, sure. All three of them. I was saying before last season started, I think you got three quarterbacks you can win with. Guess what? We, we did. did. Right. right. <laughs> Unfortunately, we won with all three of them. Right. I mean, here, here's – and somebody says watch out for X White this year, and I agree. But here's who's in your receiving group. I mean, yeah. I mean, you got Miles Price, Jordan Brown, J.J. Sparkman. You didn't bring him up. Koi Eakin. And Jordan Brown apparently was like the star <laughs> of the scrimmage yeah. last week. Uh, Koi Aiken is, uh, is injured, injured with a – Collarbone right now, Jaran Bradley, Dre McCray, 
Loic Fungi, Brady Boyd, Xavier White, um, Nehemiah Martinez, uh, Hayden Wigginton, uh, you know, and those are the ones that those are the ones that stand out. You know, just in terms of names. But I mean, good goodness, I mean, you got you got people all over the place that can catch a ball for you, and some of those guys that aren't going to catch a ball for you are going to be, you know, returners um, because of their their speed. So, yeah, I I just think you've got it's a it's a academy of riches at that receiver group. Academy of riches, <laughs> you like that? <laughs> that should be the new name of the morning drive. Academy of riches. The academy of riches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, somebody brings up McLean Carter was a div- Division One football player and he didn't throw a pretty ball, Jamie. Yes, <laughs> Jamie. Yeah, Jamie. Jamie. Yeah, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> um, what did Kingsbury see there? I think he he's like, well, we gotta have somebody. And he started games. Yeah, we gotta have somebody trot out there. Didn't I mean, he not? Did he not start the season as our starter? Maybe. Didn't. didn't oh man. I'm pretty sure he did start the season, then get pulled like before the first quarter was over. Yeah. Uh, well, did he start the Ole Miss game in Houston, and Bowman took over because he got hurt? Yeah. That sounds right. Is that right? Am I remembering that right, Chuck? I think so. I think so. And Bowman came in, and we were like, okay, we were way better with Bowman than we yeah. were with this guy. Yeah. Lefty quarterbacks. When was the last time we had a good lefty quarterback? I don't know, but I, he wasn't good enough where they um, put in a left-handed desk, though, in the Spike Dykes meeting room. <laughs> okay. That's when you know we have a good enough left-handed quarterback is when there's a left-handed desk in the Spike Dykes meeting room. Or maybe he was just a guy that, like, adapted to the situation around him and didn't whine about it. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Thank you for being with us today on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. With Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire and Chuck Hines, we come to you from the First United Bank studio. So we're kind of running out of, you know, Saturdays in terms of just being totally free and clear. So if you've got, you know, stuff that you need to get done around your house over the next couple of weeks, because, I mean, the first the first game is a is a road game, obviously. So it's not like you have, you know, to get ready all day for the ball game, you know, unless you're just, you know, having folks over and grilling all that kind of stuff. But it's a good uh, idea, you know. But if you you know, if you've got, you know, things on your list that you haven't gotten done um, for the summer, you know, this would potentially maybe be a good good Jeez. weekend to do that. Yeah, man, you waited to the very last minute, didn't you? If you're in that situation. Yeah, I mean, I got some things I need to do. I got... Need some help? Jeff mm-hmm. and I to come over? No. No? No, you, you don't. I don't need anything built. Some, build some shelves? <laughs> or some storage in your attic? No, I'm not ready. I'm not. No, we just we got we got we got we got stuff to do. Jeff and I have nothing on the schedule this weekend. We're I looking to get together you, with you. I love how you volunteered, uh, Jeff, on that. By definition, that is his. In fact, his job is to volunteer me for things. Yeah, but not not <laughs> not on the weekends. Not coming over to <laughs> no. To my we're place. getting to that time of year where it's even on the weekends too. Yeah. So you get, uh, yeah, you get volunteered all over the place, right? Yeah, it's voluntold. Yes, and, voluntold. And, and, right. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> if we're, it's really. I mean, 
It's it's about quality time together, Jeff. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, I might I might uh, notice me not putting up a fight. Okay, yeah, there, let's yeah. go. I might smoke something this weekend. Not, I'm not a <laughs> smoker. Uh, you know, save I that. Know. I may get higher by by Friday. <laughs> I might smoke something this weekend. So, thinking, you know, brisket or something along yeah. those lines. Man. But you don't you don't care for the brisket. Uh, I, I had some brisket yesterday, last night. Um, really. It's that's, fine. I it's that's good. kind of shocking to me that it's good. That I, you did I don't. It. It's not my favorite version mm-hmm. of meat, but it's okay. I don't dislike it. Okay. Uh, I like it better than crock pot roast beef. Okay. Whatever that is, I can't like a roast. Like pot roast. Yeah, pot roast He's smells up my whole house. You can't stand that a it's, pot roast, a good old fashioned pot roast with yeah. potatoes and carrots. And they all oh, taste the same. I yeah, thought, no, I'm totally out I, on it. I thought I thought that'd be. I will eat it, like it's not lasagna to me, but I will eat mm-hmm. it. But it's I just don't lo- I don't really care for it. Okay. Yeah. Would you eat some brisket if I brought it in for you to try it, like in a brisket burrito or something like that? Um, sure. Oh, see, that's that's that's, that's not the. <laughs> We're still waiting sure. on the smoked pizza. Yeah, I'm still I'm still working on that too. I didn't know I was waiting. Well, I've, I've eaten. I'm nourishing myself. Yeah, I'm not really waiting. Okay. Do you, do, well, I, here's the deal. It, it's like when somebody tells you, mm-hmm. okay, okay, Mr. Star Wars, you got to go see Star Wars. Sure. Everybody needs to see Star got Wars. You, you got to see Star Wars. Okay, I, I, I understand. You want to feed me, feed us. Like, I think I do brisket pretty good. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be, I do it the best. I never so said you that. want to put it, you want to bring it in to mm-hmm. us. Yeah. And I'm going to say, eh, it's brisket. It's fine. It tastes like every other one I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and you're going to be offended by that. No, I'm, I'm, and I don't want to offend you. I'm not ever, I'm not ever um, offended. And I've really never had anybody truly like sample my brisket outside of my family. But you do it pretty good, right? I think I, I yeah, I'm not yeah. going to say it's the best ever, but I think I do a pretty good job with it. Yeah, and I feel like you'd just be wasting it on me when yeah. I just feel like brisket is, it's okay. I, I'm not going to, I'm not And I'm not, I, d- I would doubt that, like, if you brought me yours, that I would be like, wow, completely changed my mind now. So brisket is the greatest thing ever. You're going to, you're going to laugh at this, but um, I don't know. It's probably been, it's been a, a long time. It might have been 15 years I, I had the the magic guys over after a Cinco de Mayo, and I you know cooked up a bunch of burgers. And one of them brought that up the other day, going, "Man, uh, you haven't cooked us burgers in a while." And they they lauded my burgers. Mm, but nope. see, I would I would never. You made us burgers recently. Unfortunately, yeah. you stomped out after you made them. No, I did not stomp out. <laughs> I think you did. <laughs> I didn't stomp out. Stomped past. He wasn't around long enough to be in, so it was you know in and I immediately just, weren't gone. you walking in with the burgers when Level insulted you? No, that was pizza. That was okay, pizza. Okay, I thought that was the burger day. My bad. That was not the Man, burger day. That's that's like three times in twenty the, minutes I've been wrong. The, pizza. the Astros are only trailing the Rangers by two and a half games. Only because Michael I, Orr was already in the school, in the movie, and in real life. Okay, and now I was wrong. It was burgers, not or it was pizza, pizza, not burgers. Yeah, when only Level because I drove chair across town, and then yeah, he 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 insulted me, and I I responded, and unfortunately I responded in front of everybody. <laughs> And then, you know, then of course, level being level, you know, he 
he took that to the next level and you know <laughs> you know and then created this you know outrage factory and then it was everybody against me <laughs> he didn't was... have an outrage factory <laughs> well he took the outrage i had a little small outrage <laughs> little small outrage that was small i'd hate to see a big outrage if that was a small well, it was just one. it was a, it was an immediate just kind of response you know it was just you know, I was I, already I was already a little irritated, and then I thought the, you two were just having fun with each other. I didn't really know that there were there were feelings going. I was on. mad. I, was I mad. am apparently so. I mean, I was mad. I think it was funny because we thought you guys were just having fun. No, he was giving. He was he was bagging on me, and then I <laughs> I responded. You know, like guys do. Uh, this from Love. Have you two kissed and made up? Yeah, I think so. He thinks so. he, you know, he always big leagues me anyway. So that's that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. He always big leagues me. Oh, the good old days. Uh, this Lubbock Realtor twenty three. I've never met a person who didn't make quote the best brisket. Yeah, there's probably yeah. something. There's probably something to be said for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Bullfighter, did you all get the coffee pot issue fixed? I'm not certain on that. I still don't think those guys over on the Eagle know how to make coffee. So dig it's so difficult. Apparently they responded on their morning show. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and someone from this morning show, not with a J in their name, was on their morning show to talk about <laughs> well, it. Well, I just I I casually you, went by. You went on. Well, they were over there talking about it. I was just walking by and they they, they called me in, so I responded. <laughs> Uh, Sam says this. I'm with Jamie. Pot roast is way overrated. The lucky lady made me some pot roast the other night, and it was really good. It's not too hot for pot roast? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, Jamie, agree with on uh, Star Wars, but a uh, roast is fantastic, so is brisket. I can, I personally can tell the difference in brisket. I've had good and bad brisket, but you do you, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. I like Star Wars. I'm not mm-hmm. a Star Wars junkie, but I, I, I enjoy the Star Wars movies. So I didn't mean to. I know Chuck hates them. What's that? Star Wars movies. Oh yeah, I, I've never I, seen I, them. I like them, but I I don't like have a lightsaber at the house or you know, <laughs> not buying. Why do I feel like I'm being attacked? I'm not buying two seats at the movie theater on opening night or anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> or Dickens buying two seats. You know he does that. <laughs> <laughs> hey Jamie, did you it. know AD buys two seats for the movie theater? No. So he doesn't have to sit next to anybody? I had no clue. None at all. <laughs> <clears throat> that was funny, Chuck. <laughs> I totally missed it. <laughs> oh, we could tell. I was looking at somebody that written something in and I got distracted. Oh, Do I have to take your phone away again? <laughs> no. <laughs> is the lucky lady's fault again? No, no, no. It's, it was the chat line. It was the text line. Okay. <laughs> she apologized. I said, no, it's not your fault. A10. That's right. It's not her fault. It's not her fault. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.